Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our uh, second attempt at recording this. My name is Luke, one half of the Know Nothing Nerds. Joined, as always, by my better half, Mr. Twitch in spirit, less of in physical presence. Uh, sir, how are you? I'm doing good now that we actually got this figured out, kind of. Uh, yeah, hopefully that's the last yeah, speed bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are recording remotely uh, for the second time officially now. Uh, for the second time officially, even though this is the first time you'll hear it, it's the second time we've tried this. Uh, and uh, yeah, but other than that, I'm good. I'm glad that we're still creating despite what's going on outside. And uh, yeah, I think that's good. So yeah, and I'm glad that like um, so so with with a stroke of luck, uh, the viewers at home will not notice a difference. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you you guys will be like, "Wow, uh, it sounds just like you're in the same room." Yeah, uh, there are a few reasons for that. Uh, I'm recording remotely, and Twitch is recording remotely, but we're using the audio native from each device, yep. uh, which is essentially exactly what we do when we're recording, sitting right next to each other. Um, but this time we're not sitting right next to each other, so hopefully you guys at home will not notice. Correct. Um, and if you do, sorry, but we 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 kind of took the precaution for uh, for health and safety, but also just for like for ease yep. of of being able to record. This but, is going to make things um, so much easier for us in the future. It, so yeah, so so this is probably just most likely going to be the new norm. It's a lot easier for me as far as a workflow um, to record like this. So hopefully, um, this works and hopefully you guys like it. Uh, but welcome to episode 73, uh, coronavirus positive side and contagion. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we, we kind of started last attempt by just opening up the floor and chatting about contagion really quick. Um, I watched this movie, uh, two nights ago, I watched it alone um, because you weren't here to, to cuddle me and to make me feel better. Uh, and I didn't know at the time what I was getting myself into. And so I was watching it with the lights off and I was I was terrified. Oh, really? Just terrified. Oh, God. Yeah, it was like like more uh, more 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 mentally than like actually like, oh, my God, this is going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, but well, it, it was, it was, this it was is going to happen. It was just unsettling. Yeah. Well, aspects of it are already happening. Um, we yes. can definitely see that in. The but people news are people are stuff. not dying in a day. No, that's the that's the thing that is wholly different. Um, but the the precautions that they take, the planning that they take, the stuff that they talk about, um, uh, and also just how like how gonna, poorly managed it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of the infighting that happens between the government and the CDC, the uh, and then the bureaucracy side of things, um, that is all like very true to what's going on. But like, I will say that uh, there seems to be a little bit more information that's coming out uh, sooner. Sure. Um, just because China got hit so hard, and then it came to us, so that we kind of. There was a period where it was like, shit, we don't have any information, but now it seems like we have a lot better information, even though we're totally. still waiting on the data. Yeah. Um, but it, it is definitely like there are a ton of unknowns. Um, and, and I mean, like you look at as of the date of this recording on the 25th of March, um, 
like no one knows what's going on in New York right nope. now. New York is New York is kind of like uh, if you guys have ever seen the or played the Division or seen anything <laughs> like the Division. I'm imagining New York being just like the Division right now because it's just like no one's heard from them and they're just kind of having this hard time and the like the mayor is really mad and people are just getting fired up uh, about you know lack of support from yeah. the other states. Yep. And they're like, look, look, guys, this is going to happen to you soon. And you're going to come crawling to us asking what we did. And uh, yeah, the, pro- yeah, the problem is due to the fact with New York is the fact that that area is so small, like New it's York, so densely City, populated, it's densely yeah. populated um, New York City by grand standards. Like it's not sprawling like uh, like Denver would be and stuff like that. Sure. Like, um I, there there is a lot of cases and it can spread quickly in the Denver area and stuff like that but like there is long stretches in between some of the suburbs like Denver is pretty yeah. packed like pretty packed and stuff like that but it's well, you're what not I'll say living about, on top of each other yeah what i will say about Denver though is that like with the recent boom of population that it's been getting yeah there are like a ton of people here and like the homeless are there's like a big there's a big uh homeless populace here there's yeah. like a ton of there's a ton of just a ton of people in Denver you know what i mean yeah and and they're they're new here and we don't necessarily have the infrastructure to have them here and it's 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 kind of tricky it to is. navigate that but to your point we're not living on top of each yeah. other like in New York and and we're not just like all sharing this tiny, tiny, tiny little carved up land. Yeah. Most people live in like a studio or one bedroom apartment. It seems in New York. Yeah. And that causes a lot of issues. And the fact that like there's, there is hospitals there. There is places, but you have, I don't even know what the population of New York is, but like it's, it's definitely in the millions and uh, you have everybody going to the, the doctors at once and stuff like that. And then everybody right. trying to go shopping. So New York's kind of like that. It's you, one you, of the worst you get on places the subway to be there in. and it's a yep. cesspool. Yeah. That's one of the worst places to be in. Um, probably in, in an event like this, Chicago would probably be another bad place, but here in Colorado, it, it, be thinking Jesus Christ almighty or whatever God or deity you believe in that if you live in a secluded, more, um, yes. off the beaten path place you are in damn good shape here so yeah you're 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 doing a okay uh and being asked to stay home for two weeks is not going to kill you no no uh so like i i'd say i say this as like kind of a blanket to each episode that we've done <laughs> recently uh-huh. but, uh we we are gonna joke about it we'll laugh about yep. it a little bit but what i will say is like take it serious like don't don't let it spread more than it already has. Like do your part, stay at home, watch, watch avatar, the last airbender and, and just like fucking hang out. Yep. And here's what I will say. Um, we are the know nothing nerds and we are the know nothing nerds for reasons. We're not experts. We're not claiming to be experts. We try to learn stuff just as everybody else learns. And that's the that's the point of this podcast. And that's the point of this episode more than anything is so that we can learn more about it. And um, I've been doing my due diligence to read up on it and stuff like that. So don't take anything we say as hardcore advice. 
if you want that, go to the CDC, go to cdc.gov or go to the World Health Organization, go to your local state and municipal health organization. They're going to give you the best information uh, that we don't have here. Um, yeah. So. And, and, and to piggyback off that, like just because you're going to hear us joking about it and laughing about it does not mean that we're not taking it serious. No. And that's the, that's the other thing that I hate about what's going on with our society now today. Um, especially with comedians and everything is that everything is taken so seriously. It's taking at face value rather than looking at it as like, Oh, they're just trying to, you know, show the absurdity of the situation or they're trying to kind of like, release the valve of pressure that's building up inside of people or themselves. And they're just having a laugh about it. There's nothing wrong about having a laugh about a terrible situation. I've been in plenty over my life and I laugh about every single fucking one of them. Yeah. And, and I mean like you, 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 you and I have a similar way. I feel like of, of coping where it's, it's humor based. You know what I mean? Like I, I do not like, I, I have rough patches and I have anxiety, but as far as like things that should be taken seriously, I, I don't typically, I usually just kind of like to make jokes about it yeah. and try and laugh it off. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like that's just like my way of, of coping with it. So, yeah. um, yeah, it, but, it, but it's also, it's also important to kind of like understand the situation. So you've been doing your due diligence. Yeah. I have not been, so I hope to learn a thing or two about today. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, this really will be interesting. <laughs> yeah, really. You've been doing your really. due diligence with uh, uh, Overwatch, right? Uh, you've been yeah, kicking so, back so ass I've, on that. So, yeah. So, um, I I'll, I'll keep you guys on the podcast updated, but I'm here for another two weeks at least. Um, probably until until April 10th at the earliest. Um, I will be I'll be a homebody. And the the benefit of that is that I've really been catching up on my on my nerd stuff, um, which has kind of like fallen to the wayside in 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 previous months just because I've been working so yeah. hard. But uh, but I've really like I've I've sung a lot of time into like taking this as a time to breathe and a time to relax and a time to enjoy ourselves to the best. But but contagion. Uh, was 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 great i thought matt damon was phenomenal yes he was uh and i I just i just really enjoyed that as a film i i think that this movie and i think it's good that we'll talk about this first and then we'll get into some of the the positives that we've been experiencing or that we see yeah that could come out of this uh after we get done talking with this but like contagion was such a good film um it's if there was any film to watch right now, I would suggest Contagion because one, it's not, it's a scary movie uh, in the fact that it's dealing with something that we're currently going through right now. Yeah. Some people wouldn't be yeah. able to watch it because it's just like too close to home. I totally understand that. But for the people that are willing to and want to, um, there is a lot of, uh, good information that we can glean from this. Is it 100% accurate? Fuck no. No true movie, <laughs> no no movie that's based off of like reality and stuff like that is 100% true. So you got to take it with a grain of salt, obviously. But it does point out certain aspects that are, we are currently seeing today. So one is uh, the contagion in the movie is not necessarily directly correlated 
to the disease. It's not the disease itself that's being spread around. The actual contagion is the fear, the fear of the actual virus, the fear of not knowing what's going to happen. Um, that is the true contagion of the, the movie. And we're seeing that today. And one of the reasons why we wanted to do this episode was because we wanted to be the juxtaposition of that. We wanted to show the bright spots in the world that we're not trying to throw you guys fear. We don't want to do that. We think there's enough fear out there as it is. And yeah, we don't need to add to that fire. We don't need to add to that flame. So hopefully this can be a positive place. Um, but uh, yeah, so Contagion, It uh, just to kind of give a... Do you want to give the synopsis or do you want me to do the synopsis? Why, why don't you grab the synopsis? Okay. Uh, so there is a, a wide outbreak of unknown disease. It's a novel virus, which means it's brand new. They've never seen it before, similar to the coronavirus that we're seeing today. Uh, and it starts with one person and it just quickly spreads um, it starts out with kind of cold flu symptoms, but then by the time it hits its peak, it hits your respiratory system and it hits your uh, 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 neurological system, whatever the fuck that's called. I'm, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so uh, I should know that because, yeah, anyways, uh, and then it rapidly goes through and you start having respiratory issues and you start to have, uh, seizures, um, or strokes and uh, seizures. And it does a way to where it either the person seizes to death or they go into coma and they don't recover. Uh, and initially it's, uh, attacks one out of four people, uh, get it and die of it. Um, and this woman, when she comes back, um, to the States, she ends up passing it on, um, to everybody. And the reason why it's so scary is because not only is it highly contagious, um, it is also drastically quick in its effects and its kill rates. Um, uh, people get yes. it and overnight they're on their deathbed, literally. Um, yeah, they, they like feel okay yeah. right at the get go and like in the morning. And then as soon as, uh, as soon as it gets, into the respiratory system. It's like game over. Yep. Um, it does start out in, uh, Asia. Uh, is it China that it starts out in? I think it's China. Um, uh, yeah, I, th that it starts yes. out in. Um, and it's, uh, there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of unknown information that doesn't get through. And that's why the contagion is able to spread as fast as it is. Once the CDC get a hold of it, they go into gear to track down, where the virus came from, how it started, what are the effects, uh, who, who's the, who's patient zero essentially, um, and try to figure out all that stuff. Uh, along with, after that, we get introduced to a character uh, played by Jude Law, who is a internet blogger. Um, I would put him on the Alex Jones level. Uh, <laughs> Uh, viral interwebbing uh, for viral news um, or viral hysterical news, uh, fear-based news. And this guy is all about trying to uh, open up the uh, conspiracy theories that are, that the government is hiding and the big companies and corporations. Um, yeah. And he tries to claim that the virus is actually a weapon that was created as a bioweapon by one of the other countries like Russia or China or Korea uh, or North Korea or whatever. Um, 
and uh, he starts breaking fear into the community. Um, the virus does take out a huge chunk of people. Um, it has a fast kill ratio, uh, so people are dying left and right. Um, the CDC finally are able to kind of track down some new information. They build a serum, or not a serum, a vaccination, um, and they're able to kind of put a control on the virus in the end. Um, and it's it's definitely scary for sure, but I believe that that movie gives us a little bit of hope um, at the end. So, yeah, uh, um, and a couple of notes. So, like, love Jude Law in it, and I love Matt Damon yeah. in it as well. Uh, I think they both acted the hell out of it. But yep. what I really liked about Contagion is that similar kind of to Outbreak. Yep. But um, <laughs> there have been a ton. They're on totally different levels. In my yeah, there, I mean, there have been a ton yeah. of uh, like, uh, uh, like viral spreading zombie s. Yeah, uh, but even just like true viral outbreak movies, and they take place in a like a day. Yep, where it's like everything happens within like twenty four to forty eight hours, yeah. and and that's like how long the hero has to find out a cure for it or like how long the guys have to escape their house or yep. escape to somewhere safe. Like that's how long the movie takes place for. But in contagion, it, it's, it's over the span of a few months. Like yeah. they really yeah. take their time with it and, and yeah. they let you like, because of that, I think it's like what an hour and 50 minutes or something like that. It's they yeah. really hit the ground running. It's, it's so fast paced. That's one of the notes that I took down. The pace in this movie is killer, and that's a choice directly made by Steven Soderbergh. I knew, I, I know for the fact that that's the reason why. I think one of the reasons why he wanted to do a fast-paced uh, movie was to show a how quickly this contagion is getting around. It is not stopping. It begins right. one day and it goes until they finally figure out um, how to. Uh, calm the curve essentially and stuff like that um or flatten the curve that's the buzzword that's going around the interwebs today um and it it will knock you back um you you're in one area one second and then you blink of an eye you're in a totally different area totally different scene with whole new characters um but the story works so well and i love the pacing even though it's just yeah, like, and I, it kicks you in the gut and it's just like, holy shit, we're going, we're going. Um, I still love I, the base of it. I think I have to credit uh, um, Steven Soderbergh for that as well. Um, and he definitely like coming off the heels of Oceans movies. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, I think that like kind of helped for sure. craft that like style that he had and it comes through. Uh, in contagion, like yep. you said, where it, it just like hits you in the gut right from the get go, but then it manages to maintain that kind of uh, high energy without, in my opinion, making you feel, you know, tired of it. Yeah, correct. No, there wasn't a moment where I wasn't totally engaged with the film. Um, it, it had me captivated from the beginning all the way through the end, um, and the performances in this movie are so stellar. Um, I think yeah. a lot of that is due to the fact that um, it wasn't 
it wasn't wholly focused on one single person. Um, if you wanted to say that there was a main character, you could kind of point the finger at Lawrence Fishburne's character, or Matt Damon's character, kind of as the yeah. Main I was thinking figures. Matt Damon's character, um, but you're right; it, it jumps around. It so jumps frequently. around so much. There's so many characters that we do end up following, um, and everybody does a killer performance. Uh, Matt Damon, I fully believe him as this father that literally just lost his wife and his. I believe it's his stepson. I don't believe it's his actual son um, uh, in this uh, virus. And uh, uh, it might be his son. Uh, I don't know. They didn't really clarify that very well. Yeah. Um, But he's left with his daughter who uh, he seems to be immune from the virus, but they don't know and they can't take the chance to find out if his daughter is immune from the virus. It's also immune. Yeah. Um, and just the struggle that he has to be as a father that he wants his kid to have a life, but at the same time, like he just lost his wife and his son, um, possible steps on to this virus, like right before his eyes, he can't take that chance with his daughter. His only child right. left. And he's so. not going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that was pretty, that was like very, very captivating. Well done. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, this is one of my absolute favorite performances of him. I, I love him almost anything. I, I'll take that back. There's a movie that he did back in the nineties with, uh, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, uh, one of the Baldwin's, Stephen Baldwin, um, and where one of the Baldwin's? Yeah, no, Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin, know, not Baldwin's. I, 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 I thought you had said one of the Baldwin's. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, no, no, he was in Fled, uh, which was a, a cop and a convict are tied together, and they have to do a prison break type situation. Uh, fucking Hell love yeah. that movie. Anyways, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Fantastic. Jude Law did a great job playing the uh, one of the bad guys. He's not the bad guy, but he's definitely one of the bad guys in this movie. Um, I, w- I do have to say this. Uh, I love Jude Law, but he has a very punchable face. Really? I, I don't know what it is about him, but every time I see him on the screen, I'm just like, that's a face I would not mind punching. Huh. I don't know what it I, is, but every time I see I him. I can't say I share that feeling. I think he's a very handsome man. I, I, I did not say it wasn't handsome. He's a good looking man, but there's is that, something. Is that part of the problem? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't look at other guys that are good looking. Like, I think Matthew McConaughey is a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to punch his face. I want to give up, go up and give him a hug. Be like, yeah, dude, I get it. <laughs> You're like I want to. I want to do a. I want to do a Lincoln commercial. I wanna, yeah, yeah. Let's do a Lincoln commercial together. Uh, <laughs> but Jude Law. Every time I see him, I'm just like, I. I could punch you. I seriously could punch you. No kidding. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the, the some of the acting that I've seen him do. He plays that kind of slimy character. Uh, some of the other times. Um, I don't know. It's not because he's British. I love British people. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, and uh, that's probably made more so in this movie with a few scenes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. 
Um, That's good. There was a few things that kind of blew my mind about this movie that I was just like, I I laughed. Like, I couldn't Let's take it serious for a second. Uh, okay. When we are introduced to the two scientists at the CDC that are trying to figure out what the virus is initially, um, we get one... Uh, one of the scientists is I can't figure it out. Ah, whatever. One of the scientists is a lazy lady and the other guy. Do you know which scene I'm talking about? They're in the big orange yeah. rubber suits that are puffed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you do you recognize who the uh male scientist was in that scene at all? Uh I'm trying to think back to no. Dimitri fucking Martin, the comedian. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Dimitri Martin is? Oh, my goodness. Let me let oh me Google goodness. him real quick. Uh, he's such a funny comedian. Uh, he's one of those odd, off-kilter off comedians. Okay. He's not really dirty or anything like that. He sometimes sings. I think he sometimes sings songs. Pretty sure he does, but he also uh, some of his yeah. This looks like a dude who sings songs. He uh, had a one of those big white pad notepads, and he would yeah, come yeah. out and he would draw things Brian. on there. Yeah. So you recognize him yeah, now? I, nope, I've never okay, seen. Okay, okay, yeah, fucking comedian. When I saw him, I was like, "Is that?" That can't be Dimitri Martin. And then all of a sudden I was like, it's Dimitri Martin. <laughs> what the hell? Like, and I immediately pulled me out of the movie for a second. I was like, I can't take this seriously. It's Dimitri Martin playing a scientist. Like, there, there are some people who just you just like, can't. I don't see him as a scientist. I'm sorry, Dimitri Martin. But like, <laughs> I'm sure you got chops, but <laughs> but I can't. I mean, take you look it. like a nerd, but you don't look like that type of nerd. I feel like it's he's just one of those people then for you at least who just like can't be cast in other roles. Yeah, he might be. I I don't know. I, like he did a fine job, but like he yeah, it he played a scientist. You can't really judge it that much on that. Um, he looks like he should be in uh, Big Bang. Oh, for sure. Like for sure. Yeah, he's sure. just got that like lank, lanky, goofy, nerdy look about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That like he could totally just be fit right in there. He but, could be one of their roommates or whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, like some of those guys, I don't even believe them as being like working as, as nerds. Scientists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't see watch. Them. I don't watch a whole lot of Big Bang, but whenever it's on, I yeah. Uh, you want to hear a funny story actually about the Big Bang Theory? Yeah, let's do it. So a long time ago okay. in a galaxy far, far away. Like when when did this show start? Oh God, so many years ago. Twenty years or no, probably like fifteen years ago at least. First episode. Uh two thousand seven. Okay. So it wasn't quite that long ago. Yeah. But it was probably like two thousand ten or two thousand twelve. Uh huh. No, it had to have been a little later than that. I'd I'd go ahead and do a hard like 2013, 2014. So not quite so long ago. Yep. Um, I was chatting up this girl at school and I was texting her, uh, and and I was trying to impress her by coming off as the smart witty guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked what she was doing, and she said she was watching The Big Bang Theory. Now this was at the time where like 
Googling stuff didn't necessarily instantly get you what you were looking <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah, back when Google was still like, we think it was it was more at the level of Ask Jeeves at that point, probably. It was more of an Ask Jeeves kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hop on, I, I, I open up Internet Explorer, and I search up uh, the Big Bang Theory really quick because I had no idea what the fuck she was talking about. Yeah. But I wanted to I wanted to come off as I did. And so the first television show that came up was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson like sciencey <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I responded and I was like, hey, I really love the Big Bang Theory. I'm such a sciencey guy. Neil deGrasse Tyson is great in it. <laughs> and, I, and I just love exploring like the theory of science and whatnot. Which is all bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like science. Oh, and uh, and she responded. She's like, no, I meant the comedy. And I was like, well, I must have I must have achieved super nerdum in her head then because she thinks I'm just watching fucking You're science watching, television. Uh, the cosmos, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the cosmos, <laughs> which ain't a bad show. I actually like that show. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. I, I know, love Neil but... deGrasse Tyson. I, I, I definitely am a science guy. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, to bring it back around on topic, uh, the science in this, uh, from what I've read and seen on other people that have kind of looked at this, um, the science actually kind of works out in some of the stuff that they're doing. Um, as far as like how the spread of it works, uh, being a uh, not just a air, not being an airborne virus, but being a touch virus. So like if yeah. somebody coughs coughs on you, that mucus and stuff gets on your skin and it can affect you that way you touching a random object that happens to have some of their saliva on it or something like that um that will get you infected so um and then also talking about uh how many people it affects uh how the process for uh figuring out how to come up with a vaccination for it is pretty close to the science uh how the virus originates um how it crosses from plant or from one animal to another and then crosses over into humans um uh that there was some actual science into that um so yeah it's it's kind of crazy how that stuff works out um they did a really good job with their research and trying to kind of tell it as true as they can with it the one thing the big, the big glaring thing of uh, what is unbelievable about it is the vaccination side of things. Um, they, from what I've read, uh, there's no way a vaccination is pushed through that quickly. That um, quickly, right? Or at all. Um, estimates for a vaccination for the coronavirus is still about 18 months. All the shit you're hearing about in the news right now, and I want to try and squash some things um and this is everything that i've read from cdc the world health organization listening to other scientists talk about it and experts and stuff the earliest we see a vaccination is 18 months is they said i think it was 16 to 18 months or 14 to 18 months and stuff would be the earliest we saw it and that was even quick for them because i've also heard from other various things that like typically a vaccination takes three years to from begin to end to get done is a three year so the 18 months is a hell of a lot quicker than three years um that's ridiculous yeah but like you know like it's 
it, for good reason. All these people right. that are claiming to have like the, the the one thing that pisses me off, and you see this in Contagion. This is one of those areas that like art imitates life. Is uh, Jude Law's character? He goes on to say that there's this miracle cure um, for Santhia or whatever the fuck fantasy name the drug was <laughs> Advil um, PM Advil PM uh, would cure him <laughs> overnight of the virus and you'd be okay he's he's schlocking sna- uh, snake oil like that's all he's doing yeah um, totally and it's it's so he could gain a lot of money so he could play the market and he makes millions off the whole deal by the end of the the movie um, which isn't a bad uh, career Jump for anyone looking to make a few bucks. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's all you have to do. <laughs> Come Crush up, up some Tylenol PM. And then, like, inject it into the elderly. Yep. And then be like, look, I, I, I fixed Corona. I fixed Corona. They're not going to get it. Uh, <laughs> you got to give it some fantastical name, though, that's, like, very pharmacy-oriented. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, know. We'll, and we'll think of something. We'll think of something. We'll, like, we'll bleep it. Or we'll like leave a little break and then we'll like put it in there. Um, yeah. So here, here's the genius name we came up with right now. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anti poison. The anti poison cure for coronavirus. <laughs> it's so. I'm such. I'm dude. I'm such a good editor of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, anyways, he does that here in the real world. In real world, we got Mr. Trumpo, uh, President A. Trump, uh, who is hawking a couple of medications that were for malaria. Um, yeah. The CDC is looking into them. They're looking to see if they're viable for this. The FDA is starting to approve it and checking it out with human trials and stuff like that. But as of now... <laughs> he said... I thought you said human childs. Oh, human child. I was like, human shit, they're child trials. testing this. Human trials. Uh, <laughs> they're they're still testing it out. We don't know for sure if those things are. If they do happen yeah. to work out, then by God, yes, let's let's get people on that because hopefully that will totally. they'll reverse some of the deaths that we're seeing and stuff like that. Um, but like, don't put your hope in it. Don't end up being like they were in the movie where. They think that this drug is their uh, miracle cure, and they and so end they up put going all of their money into it. Yeah, um, people end up like busting into pharmacies, breaking down places, um, basically causing riots and stuff over this medication. Like, and people put all their false hope in it, and they end up dying in the movie because of it. So, of it. yeah, uh, directly because of because people think that they got to get it. They risk leaving the comfort of their home, the safety of their homes to go out and they end up getting like stuck between people that end up having it. And then they themselves right. end up becoming a carrier and end up dying. We don't need that here. If the CDs no, we- don't don't believe and automatically go to your doctor and say, I need to get this prescription. If you can, because if you're safe, Fox News if said. you don't have symptoms, if you are if you if you're safe where you're at, don't risk going out if you don't absolutely need to. Wait till the yeah. CDC gives us information like, yes, this drug can help in this situation. Then, if need be, talk to your doctor, figure out how to get the prescription. Totally. So, uh, okay, we're gonna take a quick break, do a little recommendations. When we come back, 
Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna chat about uh, coronavirus a little bit. Yep. Um, and then uh, and 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 then that'll be it. Do you have what's your rating out of ten for uh, for for contagion? I'm gonna give I it. Almost said what's your rating contagion. out of ten for corona? <laughs> for corona. Uh, well, it's a bit skunky. You got to have it with a lime. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it. I a knew two. there was gonna be one. That was a forced <laughs> laugh, by the way, for the viewers at home. Uh, my rating for Contagion is, uh, I'm going to have to give it a nine. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, nine for sure. You loved that. Dude. I, okay. I really loved it. I've watched it twice already and I could actually go back and watch it again. It's one of those movies for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would also give it a nine only just for sheer enjoyment. Yeah. Like I thought it was a blast. Yeah. Um, and considering the fact that I love everything, that really just shouldn't surprise you. Yeah. The w- the so. reason why I didn't give it a full nine was just because of that Dimitri Martin, like, <laughs> the record stopped for a second on <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The, the, the record Actually, I don't, I don't have an issue with Dimitri Martin at all. That scene with him and the other scientists just felt very, like, yeah, no. I understand that this is trying to be true to life, but, like, this feels very wooden. <laughs> very wooden. Yeah. So. And, and it's just it's, it's fallen flat yeah, yeah. anyways that's respectable yeah. so uh, yeah we'll see you guys after a short break All right, my week's recommendation is for a new Netflix series, and I'm not even sure why I'm recommending it, because I can almost guarantee if you have Netflix currently, you're watching this. Uh, But the recommendation, anyways, is Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. This shit is off the chain. Crazy. Uh, The story, the documentary is following the story of uh, primarily one man who is called Joe exotic, who owns and operates a uh, basically highway side zoo filled with 200 plus big cats. And uh, he's caught up in possibly apparently a murder for hire situation with a competing uh, lady who runs a wildlife reserve who claims to be altruistic. Um, and it's crazy. Just it's crazy people. And it's so addicting. You got to watch it. Check it out on Netflix right now. Tiger King murder mayhem and madness. All right, I don't know how I can follow up that recommendation uh, and still come out on top, but my recommendation for this week is going to be James May is Our Man in Japan. It is a new show on Amazon Prime. Uh, It is James May is uh, one of the three Top Gear chaps who is now a part of Amazon Prime. Uh, During the off-season of the Grand Tour, he produced this show. It's kind of like a travelogue uh, episodic type show, 
but it is such a unique twist on it. We watched the first episode last night, uh, and I am probably going to finish the season today just because it was so incredible. Um, as you may have guessed, he is in Japan. He's doing a tour of it, but he's doing very much a James May from Top Gear tour of Japan where he's actually doing unique things. Uh, for the first episode, he was doing like real husky bob slang and because it's james may he's saying nerdy things about it and you're actually learning stuff the whole time so go check it out again it's called james may is our man in japan uh and it's on amazon prime now back to the show Okay, we're back. There's one thing that I want to say seriously about coronavirus okay. first. Do not fall for the $1,000 scam. Oh, I haven't even heard of this. Now, I'm not talking about the government thing, because that seems legitimate, as, as Twitch has kind of been experimenting with. Uh, and if you want to talk about that, uh, we can we can hear a little bit more about it, because I actually don't know how it works. But um, scammers have taken advantage of the... Uh, whole government is going to give you a thousand dollars thing and they are calling people they're texting people they're emailing people they're just blowing up people's inboxes saying hey you know that thousand dollars that was promised to you uh we're going to give it to you but first you have to give us your social security uh, card yeah. or this and that and it just it just seems it, it's it's so stupid and people make jokes about it all the time but it is a very serious thing and people lose a ton yeah. of money over it. And right now, I'm taking it very seriously and trying to spread knowledge about it because financial times for people yes. are tough right now. And people yeah. are out of jobs and things like that. So just because you think you might get $1,000, do not give the government any yeah. anything. They're not going to ask for money in, re nope. in trade of the money. They're not going to ask for your Social Security number. These are things they already know. They don't yeah. need to know these things. They're not going to call you and warn you about it. You're just going to – they're going to uh, – Twitch can speak towards how you do it because you, you're, you're pursuing that, correct? To an extent, that, uh, they haven't fully passed some of the bills, so there's some information that I don't have. Okay. Um, but what, what, what do people have to do? You're going to have to wait till uh, they officially announce it. Um, it's going to be based off of if you do get any money from the government. Um, this is going to be true all around. It's most likely going to be based off of your 2018 tax returns, or if you've already filed your 29 tax returns, all that information they already have, and that's how you're going to get whatever supplement the government's going to give you if they end up giving it to you at all. Um, so if you didn't cool. turn any of that stuff in, you're going to have to go through different uh, uh, different resources to get that. You're going to possibly have to contact the government yourself either through email or through phone call from you directly to them, but they will probably direct you to end up talking to somebody one-on-one um, -on -one, uh, through a phone conversation. If the government reaches out to you, and this is for anything, this does not even have to deal with the coronavirus. This is just in general. If the government ever needs to reach out to you, IRS, the health department, the president himself, that communication is only coming through the U.S. Postal Service. There is, Correct. it's not going to come to you in an email. They're not going to give you a phone call. The first line of communication is always going to be through the U.S. Postal Service. A mail, Correct. a letter uh, if in it, your box. 
Yes. Yep. Yes. 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 Um, and if you if you have any questions about that, like there there are resources online to help. But also, like everyone's talking about this thousand yep. dollar thing right now. So like if if an update comes out. Uh, you should hear about it, but the update is not going to come to you via no. phone or text message or anything yeah. like that. Uh, like Twitch said, whenever people need, whatever, whenever government officials need to reach you, they're going to send you physical yep. paper, like real actual paper. Uh, and it's like the like, same thing with like those IRS scams. Like they're not going to give you a warning if you owe the IRS a thousand dollars. Like they're going to show up and they're going to take it. <laughs> like, Nobody's going to arrest you. I-, I will say that exactly. Unless you yeah. owe millions upon millions of dollars and if that's the case of dollars, you have a different, you got problem? a different problem then they would arrest you if you owe a couple of grand they're not gonna fucking arrest you exactly yeah 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 so so uh, all that to say just just try try to keep yourself in the know about those things but but if 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 jim from the government who doesn't necessarily sound like he's a gym from the government <laughs> gives you a phone call and says they they just need you know ten dollars in Walmart gift cards to to get this thousand dollars to transfer directly to your bank account. Uh, as as much as we wish the world worked like that, it doesn't. Um, so so yeah, that's that's the big one that are I wanted to say. Are you stereotyping uh, right uh, regarding now, coronavirus. Uh, I was trying very hard not to, but because like, are are you saying perhaps? that people that don't sound like Jim can't be? Hey on, hey on. Whatever you're about to say, am I am I about to say? Am I about to need some sense? I don't know. Bleeps? Maybe. All right, let's hear what you have to say. Well, you said that people that don't sound like Jim that shouldn't be named Jim. I think that's stereotyping. It's saying that those people can't be named Jim. They they have to be named. Yeah, Jim. they can be named Jim. Just because they don't sound like a gym doesn't mean they can't be a gym. <laughs> well, you don't sound like a gym. I'm not a gym, so there we go. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right, case closed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, oh, also, here's another thing, too. Um, this is a time in a season where shit is, seems bad out there. And people are going to try and prey on other people. That's what all these scams are about. Yes. Anytime there's a crisis, this happened during 9-11, believe it or not. That was a very personal attack against the Americans, yet there's people that were still trying to make money off of it. And by golly, they're going to mm-hmm. try and make money off this. So just be be wise. Be mindful. Uh, really dig into the stuff that you're looking into. If anybody promises you something, always take a second glance at it. Be like, ah, I'm going to do a little research. That's what it's all about. So, Correct. Yeah. I would I would avoid, you know, making decisions in the moment. Give yourself time to, to, to research anything that is being yeah. offered to you. Uh, but also just know, like, like this might be this might be a grounding truth, but this is America, and and nothing unfortunately yep. comes free. Um, you might have a nice neighbor who has an extra roll of 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 paper towels, and he'll give those to you. Like the like genuine kindness yep. is still out there, but like Twitch said, there are people that are going to try and yep. take advantage of this and say, uh, "Hey, I have back ordered, you know, all of this food that you can have if you just give me two hundred bucks yep. or something like that." Um, and uh, yeah, so. Just watch out for that stuff. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some good things uh, that we can kind of see. Yeah, what's let's going get some on. positives going. Um, why don't you kick us off? My my first off one, and my biggest one, is that while a lot of people are um, unfortunately 
stuck at home either because they're they've been uh, temporarily laid off or whatever and they have nothing else to do but just sit and Netflix and chill and stuff like that this is a great time to explore um, you have mm. a uh, you at most Americans and people of the world it seems like have this magical box that connects them to literally every aspect of the world. Um, use that box to learn things. Um, well, it should be taken with a grain of salt. You don't want to get all your information from the internet 100%. Um, but it's a great tool to go down that road and start things. There is multiple places where you can go to get online classes. So if there's ever been a hobby that you've been interested in, if there's ever been something that you've really wanted to learn about, like a different culture, uh, a different part of the world, a different language, this is one of the absolute best times you could do that stuff. So, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, And to piggyback off that, um, I have actually created an account with Skillshare because enough of the stupid podcast and YouTube channels that I follow <laughs> talk about the shitty program that it is. I figured I'd pick up one of their goddamn user codes and sign up for 30 days for free. Um, and actually there's like a ton yeah. of stuff on there. So the search bar, instead of just being like a standard search bar, it just asks you what you want to yeah. learn today. And then you type in cooking or piano or anything, and you can add these classes to folders automatically, and then you can take them. And the best thing about them is that they have user ratings, so you know if it's actually helpful or not. And the other useful thing about it is that um, – shit, what's the other useful thing about it? About Skillshare. I lost my train of thought. About Skillshare. Um, oh, it, uh, it tells you, like, how long – the courses over how many classes that's awesome so like uh let me pull one up really quick um and and, but again this is not going to turn into a podcast advertisement for skillshare uh however it's 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 really nice so uh this this one that i did for um for python beginner learning to python there's 128 lessons but it's seven hours and 25 minutes. So the, the lessons out of 128, that that's yeah. short episodes. You know what I mean? So they're quick, snappy little, little, little bits that will uh, get you informed pretty quickly. Um, then there are like, there's six, I have a one of six. That's a 26 minute total. I have a 24 hour one. That's 77 episodes. So it's like, you can, you can see yeah, what you'd be getting yourself awesome. into that's when awesome. you do it. Um, so it's super nifty. And if you guys are sitting at home and you've always wanted to learn knitting or something like that, just like take up a hobby, grab yourself Skillshare. You get two, two months free when you sign up through like almost every podcast. podcast They got a, they got a Skillshare somewhere. They, they got a Skillshare thing somewhere. Uh, we didn't cause we said that racist thing that one time. That one time. Uh, So only one, one (laughs) single time. Only one single time. Um, but yeah, like pick up a hobby, pick up a hobby. Mine was computer science okay. and piano. So I'm dedicating 30 minutes a day to piano and computer nice. science separately. So an hour a day to learning two uh, new hobbies. And it's like, guys, most of us have 12 hours of free time right now, every yep. single day. 
spending an hour of it doing yep. something that you've always wanted to do. Like you have zero no. excuses to, to, to go do something new yep. that you've always wanted. I actually to do. have a old account that I had to put aside because of time for a while that uh, I, I can't remember what website it's on, but I did buy it and it's uh, for American Sign Language. I've always wanted to learn sign language. Um, See? And yeah. I'm going to try and figure out what that website is and start doing that as well. <laughs> Um, get myself reacquainted with the alphabet because I've unfortunately forgot about the alphabet in ASL. Um, but I'll eventually get that taken sure. care of. Um, yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, one that I want to start eventually, and I, I, I want to see if Skillshare has one, but it's been a long time dream of mine. I can't describe to you why I want to do this so bad, but it's something that I've wanted to do forever. Um, I have always wanted to read the girl with the dragon tattoo in its original oh, print being ooh. Swedish. Uh, and that would require me to yeah. learn Swedish. Uh, so that's been something that I've, that's on my radar and depending on how much longer this lasts for, uh, that might get added to my list of things that I do for 30 minutes a day. Uh, just, just so that I can do that. But, um, but yeah, uh, learn, learn yeah. a new thing. Mine is, Take time yep. for yourself. Now I know we just said, <laughs> "Hey, go and do uh, learn these new things." But ultimately, like even if you dedicate an hour a day to these things, and and we get it, like people lead yep. busy lives, but that is that's not an excuse right now to to give yourself time. Like you don't have to be running at at maximum for every second of the day. Uh, it's a lesson that I've learned through this as well. Of like. I put so much time and energy into my job that I kind of forgot to like take a deep breath every once in a while. And, and being in this situation has just kind of like forced me to do that. And it's incredibly helpful. Um, for those of you guys who work stressful jobs, like customer service jobs or things like that, just like take this time, be thankful that you have it. I know it's like stressful because we're trying to think of ways to make money right now, but like give yourself that, give yourself that break. Because it's there. It's it's there yeah. for you. Uh, my, I don't know what happened to the audio here. Uh, Denver just went into its official uh, stay-at-home order uh, just the other day, or yesterday at 5 p.m. actually is when it started, except for uh, non-essential businesses, or uh, essential businesses. Esa- yeah, essential um, businesses. And I don't know what happened to the audio here either. Bindery. So they bind books, they bind pamphlets and stuff like that. And he was kind of hoping, fingers crossed, that his business would be considered not essential. So not he could essential. Get a nice little two week break. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, his his business has been deemed essential uh, due to the fact that uh, they provide information to the public. Sure. So he's just like, damn it, I could have <laughs> used I could have used a vacation. Could have used some time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, there's some people that you know. This is only temporary. They're getting insur- They're getting unemployment insurance either through their company or uh, through paid time off and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, you know, just take this time, like Luke said, to kind of take a relaxing moment. If you're okay, yeah. if you're financially secure for the moment, take a deep breath. Um, it's going to be okay for those people. The other people, totally. people that are kind of in my unfortunate uh, world where we're self-employed, uh, we got to think a little bit outside of the box um, and figure things out. Um, but yeah, totally. 
yep. and and I'm hoping all of the luck there. Yeah. Uh, I I want to. I I don't say this to like get any attention. I just wanted to to say it to get it out there. But uh, I'm committing to 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 25 percent of my paychecks being being donated somewhere. Oh, uh, nice. I haven't decided where that's going to be yet. Yep. But um, Apple has committed to paying all of their employees for however long this lasts. Um, so they're going to be taking care of uh, all of Apple employees if this goes on for another two weeks, if it goes on for another month and a half, like they're going to take care of us. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to to turn that around and, and make sure that, that people are also doing okay. So yeah. I don't know if that's just going to be like me personally like offering to help people with groceries or things like that, mm-hmm. or if it's going to be me donating to coronavirus research or th- something like that. But I've committed to 25% of my paychecks to, to go somewhere. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. So if you guys are in a position like that where you can do it, I also will challenge you. Now I get some people, um, 25% may just be like outrageous um, yep. to, to ask of you guys. But like if you have an income right now, uh, and it's secured and and you don't have to necessarily worry financially through this time. I implore you to use that for good right now and yep. help others who are going to yep. be in need. And it's it's one of those things where people are going to need need, the, uh, especially the homeless population and the yeah. uh, the poorest of the poor, uh, the families that don't have any income. Um, yeah, that's and, and, and that's and what's going to be affected the most. Um, in this situation, yeah. so and and in the internet day and age, like you don't have to go to a shelter to make an impact. Like you can no. make donations yeah. sitting sitting on the couch. Yep. So it's it's, I'm I'm doing that. I'm not going outside. I'm not going to yep. go down and start you know pouring soup. But I'm yep. I'm gonna help. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Donate to rescue. Donate to uh, women's funds uh, for sheltered women. Um, donate to the coronavirus stuff. Uh, donate to hospitals. Um, yeah, they they honestly like. I know that you know everybody hates hospitals because you end up having to pay them so much in the end and stuff. But they definitely could use the money to get new materials, new masks, yeah. new ventilators. Um, you know they're definitely running on a shortage. Also to help out with the cost of having nurses and stuff like that. Hell, like donate um, food. To if you have a friend that's coming home from a long day at work, like offer to buy him food. Um, You don't got to cook it or anything like that, but offer him a meal, like to say thank you, essentially to the hard work that they're doing to keep people safe. Um, Yeah, Uh, I I have. You go, you go. Um, That brings me to my second one. Um, The goodwill. Do you you mind if I? Oh, Oh, okay. Sorry. Were you gonna do another one? Let me finish one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grocery store employees as well. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, grocery stores employees. I got a couple of friends that are managers for grocery stores, and yeah. they are. It's a struggle. Um, you know. Yes, the grocery stores are open. Yes, they're still making money, but like those employees are going through a certain hell. For one, they're going through hell. Yeah, they're risking their own health uh, by yeah. working still. Um, and they're doing their best to serve the community that they work in. So the least you could do as a person that is going into those stores is respecting every person that is in there that, and that especially includes the employees. They can't, they can't help you if they don't have the item. There's nothing they can do. If it's out of stock, it's out of stock. 
and your anger is is making your day worse but it's it's just like think of the impact that's having on them yeah. because uh, like it, if you're going to get mad and if you're going to to start something with an employee just like think that you're not the first person who's done that to this yeah. person this day yeah and you yeah. probably won't be the last one yeah this so, isn't Black Friday. This isn't yeah. holiday season. Like we're stocking up. People are stocking up because they're they're worried, not yeah. because. Yeah. So so be mindful of that, and be mindful to your fellow shoppers. Do you need to buy a hundred cases of eggs right now? Yeah. I know King Supers is starting to limit those things, but but just consider consider other people. Yes. I know that's that might seem like such a tough ask. You yeah, and you don't need a hoard. The the hoarding that people are doing and I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this aren't one of those people, but but it's it, out there. It's out there. Like there's no reason for doing mass hoarding. Get yourself a month's worth of food. That's all you need. Just like yeah, but- it, 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 most people from what I from what our family did back in the day, we went to the grocery store maybe once, maybe twice a month. We yeah. got everything that we shop- needed for the month. You just smart shop, uh, shop smart and be prepared. Like, you don't have to. And the whole, like, there's certain items that you do not need to get. Like, there are certain items that are, like, holy comfort that you don't necessarily need to get. Um, and if the toilet paper happens to be out, there's... <laughs> Two other options for cleaning your bum hole. One is called a washcloth. Believe it or not, like that's what they used to do in the old fucking days. Uh, yep. You could even go out back off your tree, grab some leaves, because you know that's what if you it know, starts to get that bad, get that that's bad. What the mountain men go did. do that. Um, the other thing is the water still works, which means your shower works perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, take a shower after you take a shit, man. You, like. And it's an added bonus because you're cleaning off all the germs, all the totally. sticky coronavirus germs that could be on you. You're cleaning them off. They're going down the drain. Yeah. They're being killed. Um, so the toilet paper, you don't need to buy it. Like, yeah, if it's run out, like, don't freak out. Like, just get I totally, on with your totally life. Totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I'll say, the last note that I'll say is that hopefully, hopefully, I still hold a little hope that the world will be a different place post coronavirus. Yeah. Um, Maybe. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I believe it will. Um, it's going to be one of those weird things where we're going to be in a weird transition period that might take, you know, a while to get out of. Um, yeah, it might be, it might be a couple of years. Uh, not going to lie. We might be in a situation where it's similar to the great depression and uh, we're kind of hold out for a few years and we got to figure out how to readjust to it and stuff. It's scary. It sucks. But at the same time, like after after the depression, things looked up, industry boomed. Um, yeah. And then same thing happened during World War Two. After that, everything boomed. Industry just shot off like a rocket. Um, a lot of families got in a better position. So I, I have hopefuls for that. Um, yeah. So. I do as well. Yeah. So, um, um, I do have two more. Um, all right, let's hear them. So one goes back to the other one. Um, the goodwill of people. Um, I have been personally blessed by people. I know of others that have been personally blessed in this situation, um, that are being taken care of, given what they need and stuff like that. Uh, the goodwill by people is awesome. And there's companies out there that are, um, not being greedy, not taking advantage of the situation. Um, they're actually doing 
Luke actually works for one. Apple seems to be one of those companies that's on the forefront of Goodwill, uh, donating research money to uh, CDC and other people, um, giving all their in-store employees uh, paid time off during this time, uh, letting uh, essential members of the Apple HQ work from home and being paid for it. Um, That's awesome. Companies that are doing that. Uh, there's a few companies that uh, have gone out of their way. Um, and this is one area that I think is uh, positive on Trump's <clears throat> side. I'm not a huge Trump fan. We're not going to get into the political stuff here necessarily. But one of the things that I do think is okay, um, everybody was bitching and moaning about the fact that he didn't pull the finger or the trigger on the new executive order where he could force companies to mass produce material needed to uh, combat this virus. Um, right. He's uh, he's not going to pull the trigger until it's absolutely necessary. Currently, right now, all the companies that, <clears throat> or I shouldn't say all, but a certain amount of companies that are in the ability to process and manufacture life-saving material for this epi- or this pandemic are currently doing voluntarily. They're not being forced to. I think that that's a good kind of strategy that you should. Don't force people into doing something if they're already going to willingly volunteer to do it. If it, right. gets, if it gets to a point to where like they're not producing enough and we need other companies to sta- stand up and do it, then they stand up and start doing it. Totally. We don't need to over we don't need to overtax the system. It doesn't need to be over surplused. Like yeah, we were undersupplied uh, of ventilators that we needed for the amount of people that were infected and needed the ventilator and stuff like that. For sure. Like get to the point where we don't need to worry about that again, but don't overproduce because it's just going to yeah. break down material that we didn't need to use. Um, it's going to make it harder for other things. It's going to waste more money in the end time and stuff, but like let them volunteer until we need a point where like we need to force other companies to get on this bandwagon. So totally. Yeah. Um, and the last one that I got, uh, is I'm very hopeful. This is, this is me thinking futurally and stuff. Um, I'm very hopeful about this time because I think that this is going to be a great time for data collection for a lot of people. And I've talked about this with other people. Um, we have the ability to uh, take what is going on currently, how people are living their lives, how people are making money, uh, the uh, effectiveness of more people working remotely from home. Um, all that data is going to be collected and it's going to change hopefully change how things are done in the future um, mm-hmm. is my hope. I really can see this being a change where more companies end up saying like, Hey, it's, it's tending to work out better. People are more effective. Uh, they're more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're more efficient uh, yeah, like with getting things done. Morale is up. Um, if we don't need them to come into the office, why why do that? Um, the other thing that they could look at is the economic benefit of it. Are companies able to shave a few more dollars off their bills each month 
by letting employees stay home like and do the work from home or work yeah. remotely like but but then i mean like think <clears> of the <throat> global effect that yeah. that would have if 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 10% of america's workforce worked from home yeah that's so many cars not on the road yeah that you know like that's so many lunches made from home like there's yes. so many things that like the, the 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 economical benefit of it as far as like a global uh uh scale is con- is concerned is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to make certain areas a lot quieter. It's going to make things a little feel a little bit more dead. Like some some businesses are going to have to adjust to that. Um but people are still going to take lunch meetings like uh one Yeah. one way that you could look at it is like well, if people aren't going to the office, they're not eating out as much. They're not ordering in food to the office and stuff is like well people are still going to take lunch meetings they're still going to take um, lunch meetings there's going to be situations where employees still have to come into the office they're not just going to do everything remotely all the time from gotta, now on forever yeah. um so it's 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 going to change things and we're definitely going to have to readjust um the other thing that i'm really excited about as far as data is concerned is like this is a great time for them to collect data um, on a pandemic scale where they have all this ability to collect the data. Um, the uh, From what I've heard from the CDC and stuff like that is that this outbreak uh, is, or I shouldn't say CDC, but like experts that have worked in the health organization for many years, um, this is kind of similar to the Spanish flu situation. Spanish flu was devastating and uh, yeah. knocked out 1% of the population of the world. Um, I don't know what that's going to, how coronavirus is going to stand up against that, but it's definitely the biggest pandemic that we have seen since uh, the Spanish flu. And they didn't have the ability to record the data um, that we do today. Um, there's going to be a lot of interesting facts that they receive about this and confirm some of the suspicions and theories that they may have had about trying to stop a disease. And they're going to be able to put some of that stuff into practice in the future with the data that they collect. So it's going to make it to where if a pandemic uh, or a pandemic sized virus was able to happen again, um, we have more knowledge about how to safely combat that and limit the spread of it. So it's not, it doesn't get to the point of where we're completely on lockdown as we are almost today. So, Mm. um, I, I, that's, that's a huge benefit to me. I'm a data person. The more data collected, the better. And that's one of the biggest good things that I think that's going to come out of this. I always look for the silver lining. I've had shit situations happen to me. Like I have bad health. I'm at high risk for the coronavirus, you know, like I'm definitely in the percentile that could get it. And, um, chances are it would not look good for me. I would be mm. on the, uh, 20% scale of if I get it, I could be knocking on death's door. Um, but I am still hopeful for the future, um, because yeah. of this stuff. I'm also taking precautions. I'm not going out as much. I only go out once I absolutely need something. Um, and if not, I got other people that can take care of that for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is excellent. So that's all I got. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. Uh, Last comment that I'll say is like content moving forward from here, as I said, is going to be more remote. Um, and then the other thing that I'll say is like, uh, 
hopefully this is this this will be like the last like corona focused episode yes um, no that's that a, was kind of my hope with this episode is that we get all our thoughts out yes. now on this yeah. and that we can focus on the more fun side that we do we know that this episode's not going to be as like animated as our other ones for two reasons one it's our first time trying to record remotely yeah um, we're still learning the ropes there we're still learning the ropes there and unfortunately it's dealing with the subject matter that is a little bit personal a little bit more yeah, personal so totally and needs um, to be yeah, given a little bit more seriousness to it yes uh, and moving forward um we we uh we hope to get back to like our originally scheduled content yeah uh we have a few fun ideas uh of of podcast that you'll be hearing soon um and we're we're taking full advantage of this as well by by trying yep. to pump out some new content for you so uh be expecting things like that in the future any other final notes sir oh two last final notes for you on the good side of things what you can do during this time one clean your fucking house um y'all oh, Y'all are messy. Y'all are messy, man. Get rid of those newspapers. Like, nobody needs to read newspaper. Like, if you want to read actual newspaper from the 1970s, go to your local library. I'm sure that they got some newspapers there. You don't need to be stockpiling the the newspapers. But on a more serious note, um, as we are taking advantage of this time to be creative, you should be too. Um, I really believe that uh, if you have a creative outlet – you're going to be a much happier person. Try anything. You do not know what you are capable until you absolutely try it. Be creative in the kitchen. Um, you got plenty of time to try out cooking new things. There's plenty of resources on the internet to figure out creative things to cook. Um, if you've never tried your hand at writing, go write. Just try writing down something. Figure out a story. Figure out something funny to do. Um, and we're two big morons. We we don't know what we're doing half the time, um, and should that should give you hope that you too could be a podcaster as well. Give it a shot. You don't have to have a good audio setup to try and uh, do a podcast. Um, you can connect a microphone to your computer or use the on uh, onboard microphone on your computer and record something. Um, try it out. See if it works out. And uh, yeah, that would be a nice little plus for you. Um, and yeah, be creative, do something, go outside of your comfort zone. You have, there is no reason not to try it out. So absolutely. I agree. Well, with that, um, you can follow us on Facebook at know nothing nerds at facebook.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook or did I already say Facebook? Or you can search I, for the Facebook. Just bar. say it again. Just you, repeat yourself. You, you know, the, just, you, you know, you know where to look. You know where to look. It's you easy. Know where to look. So, it's easy. So, it's easy. Email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com, Twitter at knnerds. Uh, subscribe to us. We're on Spotify. We are getting on Spotify this week. TM this week. This yep. week. yep. Final final word. Yes. Uh, you can probably, by the time you hear this, follow us on on, on the Spotify Yep. Uh, where most people get their podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us. Make your own podcast. Share it with us. We'll be on your podcast. We'll do whatever. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you uh, next week with a special episode. Ooh. I like Ooh, the sound of yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Is it special? Is it going to be candlelit? It's going to be candlelit. But Twitch. it's it's going to be remote, so we have to, It's like, going to be remotely candlelit. Remotely candlelit. So you light a candle on your end, and I light a candle yep. on my end. Exactly. Yeah. 
And we stare longingly into a computer screen. Into a computer screen. Maybe we'll yeah. have the camera set up by then. Ooh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys when we see you next. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>